So um, I don't know if you read the e-newsletter or if you even get it. Um, but if you do, whatever I said or we said that we were going to talk about tonight is not what we're going to talk about. So <laughs> you probably don't even need to get worry about it. But um, we'll get to that probably next week. Who knows? Um, but something happened this morning um, that caused me to change tact slightly, but pick up kind of from where we left off last week. Uh, and we talked about uh, brand church, in inverted commas, and brand Jesus. Um, but almost two years ago, I wrote and I published a blog post titled, Mowage is what brings us together today. And uh, anyone want to hazard a guess as to which movie that might be from? Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Princess Bride. So it was drawing on the movie, The Princess Bride. Uh, just out of curiosity, is there anyone here who has not seen The Princess Bride? You're just not... Oh, Brody. There is an education there waiting for you, my friend. Um, it's all right. I'm not going to talk too much about it, so you won't be out of the loop too much. But uh, I wrote this blog post almost two years ago, and uh, in this article I was essentially commenting on the church and uh, talking about issues that often go on in the life of a church, talking about competing interests and tense relationships and hidden agendas and how it is that often people on the outside look in and think, what a joke, what a mess. And I noted in this post um, that Jesus' prayer and invitation is one of unity, that unity is very much at the centre of Jesus' narrative and the cry of his heart and that when, as it says in John 17, verse 23, we are brought to unity, however that looks like, it is then that the world will know that Jesus was sent to redeem and restore and renew the world, and it is then that the world will know that they are loved. And so I kind of posited that when it is that we can lay down our agendas, when we can lay down our lives for the love and the cause of Christ, then the church will hopefully be seen less as a cu curious and kind of entertaining mess and more as God's plan for the restoration of the world. Now, a lot can change in two years. At that point, I was still the pastor of a large Pentecostal church and uh, when I wrote that post, my life was in many ways quite different. Uh, and these days, I prefer not to even use the word church except possibly to critique it, as you may have noticed. Um, and I'd almost forgotten that I'd written that article at all until I actually got a comment on that article this morning at six o'clock. And uh, I'd like to share the comment with you. The comment reads as follows. Firstly, I agree. Princess Bride really is one of the best movies ever made. <laughs> Concur. I have been challenged by this concept of how I view the bride, aka the church, ever since I studied at Bible College and was challenged to see her both as broken but beautiful. A good article, and I love that you and your wife model acceptance of different views. My only wonder, though, is does it have to even matter? This question stems from some pretty serious personal experience when my whole framework was based on the bride. It was my life. Then I had a kind of personal crisis that meant the answers she gave didn't add up. To be really honest, I couldn't even see how God could exist in that box. When I couldn't keep to the straight and narrow, I diverged. And that's when the bride got ugly. 
and I kind of saw some truth, or at least the truth as I had experienced it, which is when a group of people believe that they have the answers and regularly meet together to strengthen that worldview, then start to view the outsiders as lost, can they really have it all together? And is that very practice one that actually, in the end, starts to limit God? So while I too am still a work in progress, I wonder if the church really does need to exist. I guess it's important in the early days when Christianity as a movement needed traction, but fast forward 2,000 years and I wonder with our ability to globally communicate with all that humanity has survived and experienced now that the masses and not just the clergy can read, is there a place en masse to let God out of that box and to really free people to dig into truth? to find complete acceptance and love for others that is less about needing to conform to the bride and more about simply loving ourselves, each other, those around us, our planet. Is the very basis of the church concept flawed? Can something other than mowage be what brings us together today with peace? What a great comment. <laughs> Where to begin to respond to that? I'd barely even had my first sip of coffee. And I was amazed that they'd managed to kind of find this two years later. And so I crafted a response, uh, having only drunk half a coffee, and this is what I said. I'd like to share it with you. Here's my response. Great questions. Thank you. I think part of it comes down to how we see, how we define, and how we experience church, in inverted commas. I actually prefer not to use that term so much these days. Church has come to mean institution, building, place, and a means of conformity, I think bride can be a useful analogy and metaphor, depending on our view of marriage. But like any metaphor, it's not perfect. To me, what it highlights is that faith is about relationship. It's a journey. There's actually a lot of uncertainty. There's room for doubt. There's room for grace. The word that is mostly used by Paul in the New Testament for what we call church is ecclesia or ecclesia. It means body. Again, a useful metaphor, but I don't think we can truly conceive of a perfect metaphor for relationship with the God who is love. To steal a line, it's inconceivable. Does the world need the church? I don't know. Looking around, maybe not. But does the world need Jesus who said, this is my command that you would love one another as I have loved you? Does the world need Jesus who said, blessed are the peacemakers, who chose to lay down his life rather than lead a violent revolution? I think so now more than ever. And does the world need a community, a body of diverse people from all nations whose primary distinctive is that they are known by their love? Do the people fleeing war and torture need that? Do the people struggling with their identity in a society of binary concepts need that? Yes, I think so. When church starts to look more like Jesus, I think we will find our purpose and role again. What do you think? Grace and peace. P.S. When you say, is there a place en masse to let God out of that box and to really free people to dig into truth, to find complete acceptance and love for others that is less about needing to conform to the bride and more about simply loving ourselves, those around us and our planet, I think you begin to describe what the body of Christ is supposed to look like. I've had at least one or two more replies today from that same person and so the conversation is continuing but one other key question that this person posted back to me or posed back to me was, if the ultimate goal is to love one another, shouldn't we be open to allowing others to relate to God apart from Jesus? 
And I wrote a much longer reply, but essentially I said, yes, of course, yes, we should be open to that. Personally, I believe that if we want to understand God, if we want to understand who God is and the nature of God, then we actually need only to look to Jesus. But what does coming to God through Jesus look like? There's no hard and fast rules around this. And when we try and make hard and fast rules, then we create systems and we create doctrines and and we begin to exclude people. And so there's a lot more questions and, and a lot less answers in this conversation at the moment, but I think that's great. It's unsettling, but it's great. And, and I think it's important that we find communities of people where it's safe, where it's safe to ask questions like that, where it's, where it's uh, not only safe, but you can actually be loved through the journey. And so to me, I think this sounds what church, what like what it is that church should be like. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to throw it over to us for conversation. And so three questions. Number one, if someone asked you why you need the church, does the church even need to exist? What would you say? Number two, the word church in inverted commas means different things to different people. Are there better words or phrases we could use, especially in the context of our community? And number three, what should or could inclusion in a faith community look like uh, and are there non-negotiables around that? Let's discuss.